Fantasy Football fam, what's going on? This is Fantasy Football AF, and I'm your host, Mitchell Rands. I want to give a shout out to today's sponsor, Tavor. And if you guys want to drink awesome craft beer from all over the country, you guys need to go to Tavor.com. You're going to use promo code CHATSPORTS for $10 off your very first purchase. Today, I'm sipping Top Cutter Indian Pale Ale. So Tavor, cheers to you, Fantasy Football fam. Let's hop into some high quality rumors. And the first guy that I absolutely love talking about, it's going to be Drew Brees. And I want to know from you guys, is Drew Brees the fantasy GOAT? Is he the best fantasy quarterback of all time? Well, in case you live under a rock, Brees set the passing yard record on Monday Night Football against the Redskins. And I absolutely loved watching it. Drew Brees is my all-time favorite player. He's the reason why I wore number nine in college. Yeah, sure, it's baseball, but hey, I like to talk about my dude Brees. This past week, though, against the Redskins, 363 yards, three touchdowns, just he absolutely balled out, and he's just been an, an absolute monster. An absolute monster for fantasy football teams, and he's just the face of consistency. So he's got 499 career touchdowns, okay? And he has 11, 11 all-time passing records. That's bananas to me. Like, this guy has just been an absolute stud for such a long time, and he has the most 5,000 passing yard seasons. There's been nine times a quarterback has thrown for 5,000 yards. Brees has done it five. He's the only quarterback that's done it more than once. Drew Brees is an absolute monster of a quarterback. So I want to know from you guys, okay? Who is the greatest fantasy quarterback of all time? I want to know from all time. You can say, sure, guys like Tom Brady are probably in that conversation. Peyton Manning's a guy. Steve Young, from what my dad says. Cam Newton has definitely been pretty good with his legs. Michael Vick was good there for a few years. But who is the greatest fantasy quarterback ever? Throw in the comments below for me. It's Drew Brees. I got a man crush on Brees. He's been an absolute stud for me. He won me my first fantasy championship. So Brees, shout out to you and shout out to DeVore for this craft beer. You guys can comment below. He's the greatest fantasy quarterback ever. As I'm getting hydrated there, I want to say welcome back. <laughs> welcome back, Mark Ingram, because this man absolutely balled out on Monday Night Football. 16 carries, 53 yards, and two touchdowns. Sure, it put a dagger in the heart of Alvin Kamara owners, but hey, it was fun watching Mark Ingram come back, and he was running angry. Dude was uh, dude was running real angry. He was suspended those first four games, which is why he was running angry, and maybe he looked a little bit fresh, and I think that's one of the reasons why they leaned on Mark Ingram so much. So he had 18, touched, 18 touches compared to Kamara's nine. For people who aren't good at math, that's double. So the fact that he was getting all that work, hey, should Kamara fans, Kamara owners, be worried that Alvin's now the Saints running back too. I'm going to say pump the brakes, okay? Pump the brakes on that. I still think Kamara is the more talented guy for that offense. But six carries, 24 yards, three catches, 15 yards. The touches again, right? I'm a guy who likes, I don't want to say I like touches. That sounds terrible. <laughs> but he did have nine touches compared to Ingram's 18, right? He's the number one running back in fantasy football right now. And when a guy's only getting nine touches, definitely, definitely a case to be worried. I get it. I just think this was one of those games. This game was about Drew Brees. This was about Monday Night Football. And it was the fact that there's no game tape yet on Mark Ingram. And Sean Payton was like, all right, I'm going to put out the freshest guy there. So that's what he did. He put out Ingram. And that's what it looked like to me. I wouldn't worry all too, too much. But guys, this show isn't just about me. And I want to know from you, okay? Starting right now, the moment that you watch this video, who will score more fantasy points the rest of the season? Okay? The rest of the season, I want you to type I for Mark Ingram or type K for Alvin Kamara. Who will score more fantasy points the rest of the season? For me, I think I know sign language. I'm going to throw up my K. 
And I'm going to type Kamara because I just think he's the more talented guy and he's the guy that I absolutely love. Heck, I think you could say I'm drunk in love with Alvin Kamara because he also won me a championship last year. I'm also drunk in love with Tavor because they're sponsoring today's show. So shout out to them. And you guys need to, need to go check out Tavor. You need to do that. You're going to go to Tavor.com. You're going to sign up for free. What do you have to lose? You're going to get beer. You're going to sign up for free. And if you use promo code CHATSPORTS, you're going to get $10 off. It's an amazing deal. So cheers to Devore. I'm going to take a sip so I can hydrate so my voice doesn't squeal. Go to Devore.com. Use that promo code CHATSPORTS for $10 off your very first purchase. I always trust Devore. But I don't know if I trust this guy this week. I don't know if I can trust a guy like Jared Goff against the Broncos this week. Now, Jared's been amazing. Jared's been a great quarterback. He's, been, he's the number four quarterback right now in fantasy. But he does play Denver week six. Denver's one of those teams that they either show up or they don't show up at all. And last week against the Jets, they didn't show up at all. But what really concerns me with Goff this week is he might not have Brandon Cooks and he might not have Cooper Cup because both those guys are in the concussion protocol. Now, Sean McVay did come out on Tuesday and say that he does expect both of those wide receivers to play, but concussions are tricky. Concussions are something that I don't really like to bet on. And if you have another option, because chances are Goff was the second guy that you drafted, Maybe you should lean to someone else. And I understand it's hard to sit somebody who is top four, who is a top four quarterback. I get it. So here are the top fantasy points leaders at the quarterback position this season. You got Patrick Mahomes at 131. Dude's been balling out. He did struggle a little bit this week against the Jags, but most teams are. Drew Brees, hey, 126 there, QB2. Matt Ryan, he's been having a great season. Maybe the Falcons get their shit together. Jared Goff sitting there at 115, and then old reliable. Phillip Rivers, man. Phillip Rivers is on more of my fantasy teams every single year because he gets dis disrespected and he's still, he just balls out. Imagine if he had Hunter Henry. That would be fun to watch. So, can you guys trust Jared Goff week six? I don't know. It's a tough one. I want to see what comes out with Cup and I want to see what happens with Cooks because if both those guys aren't playing, I'll be honest, I'm probably not going to be starting them. Uh, one guy I can guarantee you're not going to start, <laughs> it's, uh, it's JJ because <laughs> he's out for the year. And uh, I've been getting hit up a lot at Mitchell Renz 365. And if you guys have questions, hit me up there. So Ajayi tours ACL, and people are asking me, Mitch, who do I pick up? The Eagles play on Thursday night football. I need to know. I need to know. I get it. Ajayi's been okay. I mean, he had two rushing touchdowns week one, and then it's been kind of mediocre for the rest of the year. But that Eagles running back depth chart, guys, it's thin. It's really, really thin. And I don't really know if I even want anybody there. You got Sproles, who's, well, he's already banged up with some stuff going on. There's reports that the Eagles might try to trade for Le'Veon Bell now. I don't think it's going to happen, but the fact that those reports are even swirling, that could worry some people. So the, I think when you're really looking at it, it's between two guys. It's between Corey Clement and Wendell Smallwood. I don't really think Smallwood's all that great. Can you even be good with a name like Smallwood? I'm not sure. But Corey Clement's one of those guys who I think really kind of emerged, especially in the playoffs last year in that Super Bowl, four catches, 100 yards and that touchdown. If I had to say I want one guy on this Eagles backfield, I guess it's Corey Clement. But I'm not really excited about it because... I think he's only okay. I think he's only an okay guy, and this Eagles team, they're struggling. And uh, yeah, not really what I want to be a part of. I hope you guys want to be a part of this show because I really appreciate you guys weighing in. I love when you guys interact with me on Twitter and on YouTube and heck, even on Facebook. And I would definitely appreciate it if you guys subscribe, youtube.com slash chatsportstv. You guys can check out all our shows, and then you guys can check out Fantasy Football AF. So shout out to you guys, cheers to you, and cheers to DeVore for hooking me up with this craft beer. I'm going to hop in now to my waiver wire week six. And guys, the way that I do this, I rank these guys based on positions and then the order, right? So top guy is my quarterback and then three other options. So first guy I'm getting into is the guy who I told you to pick up last week. 
And I don't think people watched because, well, he's still on the waiver wire in 16. He's only owned in 60% of leagues. Let's pick up Jameis. Pick up Jameis, I'm telling you. So, against the Bears, 16 to 20, 145 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. Now, that was in relief. This week, he gets Atlanta. And uh, Atlanta is struggling heavily on defense. Like, a ridiculous amount. They're giving up 29 fantasy points to quarterbacks the last four weeks combined, like on average. I think Jameis, but he's got a full week to prepare for the Falcons. This could be a very high-scoring game. So, hey, if he's still out there, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. That's I burp. <laughs> Go out and pick up Jameis Winston. But if you miss on Jameis, because I get it, maybe you guys are in fab leagues or maybe you don't have the top waiver option because, hey, you watch the show and you're actually good. These are the other three options. Joe Flacco's the guy there, and yeah, it kind of pains me to say it, but I, I still think Joe's one of those guys who's at least kind of reliable, and if you need just a guy to pick up on the waiver wire for this week, it's Joe. Derek Carr, he's, uh, he might lead the league in interceptions, but the Raiders' defense is bad, and he's going to be forced to pass. And Trubisky, let's not forget that Trubisky is also coming off a bye, and he's one of those guys who, hey, he just threw six touchdown passes. Maybe he can keep it rolling in week six. So, I want to know from you guys. Who are the quarterbacks on your fantasy team? I hear all the time y'all bragging in the comments, oh, I drafted Mahomes, oh, I drafted Rodgers. Well, now I want to know, who are the quarterbacks on your fantasy team? Tell me who you drafted, tell me who you drafted late, maybe some guys you picked up. Right now, the most common quarterbacks on my team, Matt Ryan and Phillip Rivers and Derek Carr. Those are the top three quarterbacks I have on most of my teams. I want to give a shout out to DeVore for sponsoring today's show. Guys, Tavor is by far the best place to get craft beer. So imagine finding sleepers on the waiver wire. Tavor is a sleeper place where you're going to find rare craft beers that you can't find anywhere else. So go to Tavor.com. You're going to sign up for free. Sign up is free. And you're going to use that promo code CHATSPORTS for $10 off your very first purchase. All right, I'm going to head in now to some running backs here because running backs are important. And this one pains me. <laughs> this one pains me a little bit. And uh, producer Harris gave me a little shit before on air because... Ronald Jones hasn't looked good, and I get it. I'm kind of hoping that Ronald Jones can maybe show me some of the flashes that he did at USC when he scored 19 touchdowns. And I'm hoping, oh man, I'm hoping this Buccaneers offense can get it rolling, and especially their running game. 10 carries, 29 yards. Bad. I get it, guys. Now, they had a bye week in week five. Maybe they can game plan to get Rojo the ball a little bit more. He was drafted in the second round, 38th overall this past year, so I'm hoping, really hoping maybe he starts getting the ball. But... If you miss on Rojo, if you miss on Rojo, here are three other options that you should consider. Alfred Morris with Brita likely to miss week six. Alfred Morris could see a decent amount of touches. Corey Kement, as I mentioned before on the show, is a guy that you could definitely consider. And Dante Foreman. Now, he's not going to play this week, okay? Foreman will not play this week, but I'm telling you right now, if he has a chance to be the lead running back on a team... That's somebody you should pick up, and all next week, I'm telling you, everybody next week is going to say, pick up Foreman, pick up Foreman. Beat the curve, do it a little early. Sometimes it's okay to be premature. Go up, pick up Foreman. Okay, <laughs> I got a little master debater for you guys, and I want to know because, guess what? We're kind of getting into the fall. It's October. I went to a pumpkin patch this past weekend, and uh, is pumpkin pie good? That's all I want to know because I feel like it's either hit or miss. Some people love it. For me, it's the highlight of my Thanksgiving. So I want to know from you guys, is pumpkin pie good? Give me a heart for yes or a wow face for no because I would be absolutely astonished if nobody likes pumpkin pie as Harris is giving me the thumbs down. So Harris is going wow. I'm saying yes because I absolutely love pumpkin pie. Notice I love Miz and Maine. And these shirts that these guys give us are absolutely the best dress shirts you guys will ever own. 
and they are super, super comfortable. Head over to Mizzen Domain, okay? You're gonna go www.comfortable.af. And guys, I'm telling you, here's a pro tip. I wear these shirts when I go out here in Dallas, and chicks like them. Chicks like them a lot, so uh, shout out to Caitlin, because we got a date this week, and uh, Mizzen Domain, thanks for uh, hooking me up with that date, because I definitely appreciate it. All right, we're gonna head over to now Waiver Wire Week 6, here for the wide receiver position, and Kiki, again, do you love me? I do, Kiki, I do, week five. Against Dallas, five catches, 51 yards and a touchdown. The week before that, 11 catches, 109 yards on 15 targets. This guy's getting fed and he's a good receiver coming out of Texas Tech. Now, he is currently questionable. Okay, so people are gonna see that and like, oh, I don't know if I can pick him up. He's expected to play. He's expected to play. And when you got guys like Will Fuller, you guys got, you know, like DeAndre Hopkins, they're gonna keep chucking the ball. Watson's starting to get it rolling a little bit. His ownership's only 26%. Please go out and pick up Kiki. If you miss on him, Here's other three options that you guys can consider. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, I thought, played pretty well this past week. He's got unbelievable speed. I think there was a point where he had, what, three catches, 139 yards, and two touchdowns? Like, he has elite speed. He does. Mohamed Sanu. The reason why I'm telling you to pick up Sanu is because right now the number three wide receiver in the Falcons is valuable because they're giving up hella points every single week. So if he's a guy who could get five, six targets a game, that's somebody you should consider. And then Didi. Didi Westbrook is a guy who's been on here a few weeks. He's kind of hit or miss. The Jags are not sexy, but hey, if Blake Bortles is gonna throw 400 yards, and now I don't think it's gonna happen too often, but if DD is the main option on a Jags team, that's somebody who you could at least consider, maybe, right? Touch tight ends now. Now we're gonna go to tight ends because everybody likes a good tight end. My top guy is CJ Uzuma, and I think I pronounced that wrong, but I hope not. CJ, okay? He's a big body, he's a red zone threat. This guy, now you have Tyler Croft there also, but if CJ is going to be the guy who last week had two catches for 43 yards, when I watch the game, I think he clearly looks like the better tight end compared to Tyler Croft. And the fact that he's the better tight end on a Bengals team that's 4-1, like they're 4-1, they're number nine on my power rankings personally, I think it's a guy who you could at least consider because when I'm looking for tight ends, I'm just looking for touchdowns. Now if you miss on him, here's some other options. We got Tyler Croft there. I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, with the Bengals tight ends, I'm doing a coin flip. <laughs> like, it could be a coin flip every week. Cameron Brate's another guy that you can consider. Find yourself somebody in life. Find yourself a nice girl, find yourself a man who loves you as much as Jameis loves Cameron Brate. And then Austin Hooper is a guy who's getting a good amount of tight or good amount of targets because the Falcons, well, they need to put up fantasy points. Speaking of tight ends, when I think of tight ends, I think of these two guys, and these are the two guys who I think most people think about as the most elite tight ends in the NFL. So which tight end is going to score more fantasy points the rest of the season, okay? The rest of the season, which tight end is going to score more fantasy points? I want to type K for Kelsey or type G for Gronk. I'm going to take a sip of my beer. I won't Gronk spike it. Which tight end will score more fantasy points this season, rest of the season? Type K for Kelsey or type G for Gronk. I'm typing my G because I still think it's going to be Gronk. Now guys, I want to give a shout out to FanDuel, and if any of y'all think that you can beat me on FanDuel, I got a little challenge for you, okay? You're going to go to FanDuel.com slash chat sports, okay? FanDuel.com slash chat sports. You're going to put $5 down, and you're going to get $20 free with your first deposit. You're going to slide in my DMs. You see that right there? MitchellRens365. You're going to say, hey Mitch, I think I can beat you. I'm going to say, nah fam, you probably can't. We're going to go at it on FanDuel, and if you beat me, I'll give you a shout out here on Fantasy Football AF. FanDuel.com slash chat sports. Fantasy football fam, I want to say what's going on. If you guys like this show, please follow me on Twitter at MitchellRens365. I got three buy low trade targets that you guys need to target this week. Now, 
there's, it's tough to buy low on guys. I get it because it's scary because they haven't been playing well. But this is when you need to do it when they're coming off either a buy or they're not playing so well. And these are the guys that can help you propel to a fantasy football championship. And the first guy that I'm going with is Jordan Howard. Why the hell am I telling you to pick up Jordan Howard? Well, he's got 64 carries. That's a lot of carries, especially when you consider he's only played three weeks, four weeks, three weeks. Yeah, 64 carries, 203 yards, and a touchdown. Now, he has two straight years of over 1,000 rushing yards. Two straight years over 1,000 rushing yards, and this Bears offense is moving a lot better. Here's the issue. <laughs> he's RB36 in fantasy right now, and Tariq Cohen last week, or in week four, played much better because the Bears were on a bye in week five. When you look at the game script of that game, the Bears put up 48 points and Jordan Howard didn't look good. It's scary. But the fact that he's getting that many touches, sure the 2.5 yards per carry can scare you away, but when you're finding the running back that's getting that many touches on an offense that I think is pretty good, um, with one of the best defenses in the NFL, shout out Cleo Mack, I'm telling you guys, go buy low on Jordan Howard while there's still time. All right, we've got a nice little master debater here for you guys, and uh, I think this one's fun. So, did you have MySpace? I just want to know straight up, did you have MySpace? Personally, me, I did have MySpace, so I'm throwing up that laughing face. Yes, I did, and if you didn't, thumbs up to you because uh, that's probably a good thing. Also, if you guys want to comment below what your MySpace song was. Mine was uh, Chris Brown, Run It. I think, that was, I think that's the dance he did. Maybe not, I don't know, but mine was Chris Brown, Run It. I did have MySpace, and I want to know if you guys had MySpace as well. Next buy low target. I talked about him before in my waiver wire section, and it's Deonta Foreman. Foreman's one of those guys, well, if Texas is back, <laughs> pretty soon Foreman's going to be back. In 2017, 78 carries, 327 yards, and two touchdowns. And if you go back and you watch the tape, he was clearly, clearly the better running back than Lamar Miller. He's definitely better than Alfred Blue. So the fact that he could be the lead running back on a Texans offense, that's something that I want to buy into. He's going to return from the IR in week seven. He is recovering from an Achilles injury. So I would like to see how he has, you know, maybe a little bit extra step because sometimes that Achilles can take a little bit of a, it can zap a running back a little bit. I get it. But if there's that chance, if there's a chance that Foreman can look the way he did last year and be the lead running back, and he's a guy who you can get for nearly free right now, he's a guy who could literally win you your league. So go out, either trade for Foreman or pick him up on the waiver wire because he's out there. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he's out there. Now, if you can't buy low on those two guys, here's some other options. And some people are going to be like, why is Alvin Kamara a buy low? Because I'm telling you what, I was astonished with the amount of people that DM'd me on Instagram and Twitter that said, should I trade Alvin Kamara? Guys, he had one bad week. It was Monday Night Football. He had nine touches. I get it. It's scary. Mark Ingram's back. That game was about Drew Brees. That game was about the Saints using Mark Ingram because there's no game tape on him. It just, and it was the Redskins. They played terrible. Absolutely terrible. So... If somebody's saying, hey, I want to trade Kamara, go out and buy him. Aaron Jones, clearly the better running back, I think, in Green Bay. So uh, go out and pick him up. And then Leonard Fournette, dealing with a lot of injuries. The Jags, they went out and picked up Jamal Charles literally today, Tuesday. And I think people are going to start panicking on Leonard Fournette. And hey, if I can literally get him for almost free, that's a guy who I'm going to buy low on. Trivia time. <laughs> I love doing trivia because I want to see, for one, how often you guys watch my show. And I want to see how smart y'all so, who is the only wide receiver, okay? <laughs> Who's the only wide receiver with over 210 receiving yards without a touchdown? Can you think? I'm gonna give you a few seconds to comment below as the Jeopardy music's gonna play in my head. You think you got it? The only wide receiver with over 210 receiving yards without a touchdown? 
guess what? It's my next buy low guy. Please go out and buy low on Julio Jones. Please buy low on Julio Jones. He's right now wide receiver 14, which is kind of funny. It's kind of funny to think that Julio is wide receiver 14 and why? Because he has zero touchdowns this year, okay? The next closest guy who has zero touchdowns with over 200 yards, it's Martavis Bryant with 202 yards. Think about that. He's got 564 receiving yards and no touchdowns. He's getting a whole bunch of targets. He's got 34 catches. He's no doubt, from a talent perspective, I think a top three wide receiver, it's just the touchdowns. And I'll sit here and I'll say, yeah, I didn't expect him to be this bad again in the red zone. And, you know, maybe we finally need to realize that Julio is never going to be a red zone guy. But I'm telling you right now, what do I always say? Targets are really important. Opportunity is king of fantasy football. And Julio's getting them. The touchdowns will come. If people are panicking on him, go out and get yourself some Julio Jones. If that guy who has Julio Jones like, nah, fam, I'm not giving you him. Here are three other guys that you can consider to get. Jarvis Landry. Jarvis has got 57 targets this year. He's top four in the NFL in targets. And yet, he's not a fifth top 15 wide receiver. So go out and get yourself some Jarvis. Baker, I still think, is like one of those guys you can definitely consider as a reliable, maybe flex play here and there if you're in two quarterback leagues. Keenan Allen, another guy. Please get my man Keenan involved in the red zone. Chargers, if you're watching, please get Keenan involved in the red zone. It's driving me nuts. And another guy, Michael Crabtree. Now, I'm not a fan of Joe. I get it. And Michael's kind of had some issues with drops. He's got 250 receiving yards, but he does have 45 targets. He's top 10 in the NFL right now in targets. And the fact that he is that high in targets makes me think, okay, if I at least need a guy who I can fill in as a flex, Michael Crabtree is a guy who you could probably go out and get for nearly nothing. Get for nearly nothing. So those are my week six by low candidates. I want to give a shout out to you guys for watching Fantasy Football AF. I want you guys to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and hey, if you want to hit me up on Venmo at MitchellRen365, I would definitely appreciate that. I want to say cheers to Tavor for sponsoring today's show. And you guys, please go to Tavor.com. Use that promo code CHATSPORTS for $10 off your very first purchase. And guess what? Sign up is 100% free, which is lit AF just like this show. So again, thank you to Tavor and cheers to y'all.